swollen river, sending him after Jérôme with an uncontainable need. Julien could sense it deep within. Tonight would be one of those nights. Watching his father approach, Julien could not help but envy the man's physique. The ex-pugilist managed to retain a fighter's body despite years of drink and self-abuse. Regardless of youthful optimism, Julien knew he would never have a build like Jérôme. His grand-mère reminded him often he had not been blessed with the initial nourishment of mother's milk, as his mother had died while giving birth to him. According to grand-mère, this tragic fact rendered him slightly small for his age. In fact, grand-mère believed his lack of breast milk was to blame for just about everything. Why he got cold each winter, why he failed on occasional math tests, why he broke his arm falling from the roof last summer, and even why his hair had a tendency to stick up in one spot at the back of his head. Nevertheless, Julien understood he would always be the smallest in the Grenier bloodline. Even Papy, at age seventy-three, was a powerful man, only slightly less burly than Jérôme, and with hands capable of playfully cupping Julien's face entirely in one, swallowing him up with a teasing, calloused grip. He was a hard-working man, with snow-white hair, thick as a sheep's wool, and skin tanned brown as seasoned leather, except for the thin, white-creased wrinkles, visibly only when the old man's face relaxed during sleep. Jérôme was a carbon copy of his father, magnified by twenty-eight fewer years. The shed door slammed. Again, Julien looked back at Pepe and watched him empty his pipe, tapping it twice against the tin of an old rusted coffee can. Propelled by anger and frustration, Pepe silently got to his feet. Without taking his gaze off the horizon, he stepped over Julien and down to the grass. Julien hopped down behind him. No, Pepe, he warned in a whisper. His grandfather ignored him and continued on the path toward the old shed. Julien hurried back on the porch, darted to the far end, and peered around the side of the house. He waited until his grandfather was a safe distance away before leaping over the wood rail to land on the plush grass below. Squatting, he scurried to a stack of aluminum milk barrels halfway between the house and the shed. He crawled as close as he could to allow himself a fair view, though careful not to reveal he was there. It had been several months since their last confrontation, and Julien wondered how the exact same routine, night after night, could at times be less forgivable to his grandfather, while on other nights, Papy would continue smoking his pipe, watching, but controlling his urge to confront his son. The last account had ended with an irate Jérôme disappearing into the trees and missing for several nights. When he returned, Papy said nothing, once again exhibiting self-control. Jérôme also pretended nothing had happened, resuming his usual routine of stumbling home at dusk, appearing through the trees with a half-consumed bottle of bourbon. Although Jérôme rarely spoke to Julien, he found comfort in knowing his father was out there in the dark shed each night. Julien glanced back toward the house, wanting to be sure his grandmother was not heading in his direction, ready to drag him from the scene. He turned back quickly, startled by Papy pounding on Jérôme's door. Suddenly, the door flew open, slamming against the barn with a loud crack of its brittle wood.
Jerome stepped up close to his father, arrogantly taking a swig of bourbon only inches from the old man's face. Julien could hear Pepe's intonation, but could not decipher his words. It didn't matter. They were always the same. His grandfather held his ground, refusing to back away. He shook his head and pointed in the direction of the house. Julien ducked deeper behind his camouflage before cautiously peering out again. Something felt different about the scene tonight. His father was more aggressive and less impaired. He was not holding the door frame to steady himself as he usually would. He wasn't sloppy on his feet or yelling incoherently as he always did. Instead, he took slow, purposeful steps, forcing the old man to step back. Julien could not put his finger on it, but tonight his father was an unfamiliar and un.